Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. On tonight's episode of Confession Session, Hey, Jen, are you able to hear me? Yes. Can you not hear me? I can hear you now. You're sounding real good. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I think, I think you couldn't hear the whole time. I swear, I said the introduction like 12 times. I was like, oh, shit, this is about to be ghetto as fuck. Yes, well, today is going to be a little ghetto, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, and it was, name a podcast I didn't get over here and there. Name just one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Name one right. that you would like to listen to that ain't ghetto. We're not talking about, you know, 
the five brothers, you know, we talking about some real live shit that keep your heart pumping and keep everything going. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, nigga, I, that's why this is just one of the reasons why I want you to move to North Carolina as well. I'm not trying to throw it in your face, but if we were in the room together, you know, every Sunday, you know, it would just be, you know, clarity. It wouldn't be any struggles on the phone, you know. I'm just saying. That's all. That's yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to tell the world, you know what I'm saying, what I'm doing. But I do hear you, and I did bring that up to my mom today, and I'll talk to you about that, you know. Off air, I know y'all be like, what the hell do they just talking about off air? Everything. We talk about everything. <laughs> so, y'all want to be a part of our enclosed group, you know what I'm saying? You better let us know. All right, though. So, how's the thing going with you? What's been going on lately? Uh, everything's been good. Work was extremely crazy today. Um, but you know what bothers me? It's like I hate when I'm at work and it's like it does not seem as busy as I feel. Like, and then on top of that, me being on, this is my second day doing a juice cleanse. Um, I'm sure I haven't said anything about it because this was like a spur-of-the-moment thing. But anyway, I'm doing this uh, juice cleanse called Clean Juice, but it's like a five-day juice cleanse. Um, I get six juices. Um, it's like throughout the day to, you know, give you all the vitamins and, you know, all the greatness that you need to, like, restart up everything in your body. Um, but I'm enjoying it. But I have my highs and my lows, you know. <laughs> so I'm like sometimes I'm like, okay, this is really good. This tastes good because some of the juices are really delicious. It's like this tastes good. You know, I feel good about myself for doing this. And then it's like at some point I'm just like, oh, I'm just fucking hungry and fuck this shit. Like, but then I spent <laughs> so much money on it too. I'm definitely not gonna give up on it. But this is just gonna be a long week. So it's just like dealing with the busyness and then, you know, just doing, having to do more and, like, exert more than what is shown that really bothers me. And at work, that's what I'm, I mean. And on top of that, you know, this whole juice clean, I'm just, you know, in the wind. Like, I literally cannot wait until I can start eating meat again. But, yeah, how's everything with you, Miss Angel? Um, everything has been smooth, you know, regular school, work, home, kids. My kids about to be one years old, um, in about three weeks. So we're trying to get them to walk, um, you know, and stuff like that. They've been doing a pretty good job, especially Mason. He's been really, you know, he actually already took his first steps. You know, he's been doing a really good job. Uh, Calvin is lazy as hell, lazy and just fat. You know, just don't want to do shit, but just sleep and eat and shit. That's all Calvin want to do. But Mason be like, I'm, oh, I want to move. I want to jump around. And um, so it's interesting to see how they both develop their different personalities. They are so cute. Um, and then my oldest son, he's been good. Uh, we did take him out of summer camp since everything happened last week with the or the week before with uh, them leaving him outside by himself and. Um, so he's just been hanging out with my, my my mom, and um, it looks like they're going to be leaving on 
this sometime this week, I don't really know exactly what day. I know it was later on in the week, and it, she's going to be taking all my kids to Minnesota for like four days to go visit my Uncle John. Um, so that would be like a four-day little vacation for my husband and I. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Other than that, everything has been pretty smooth, like I said, just knocking out that schoolwork and thinking about making big moves. And that's it, you guys. Yeah. And with, and with that being said, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Anchor, and, of course, this podcast from Law Talk Senegal Confessions at Confession, the number two, us at gmail.com. Jean, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that young confession question after the sparkle? Absolutely. So, young confession question. Again, young <laughs> confession question. <laughs> uh, so, today we have a scenario story that we want to discuss with you all. It's based on a true story, and we would love your thoughts. Again, we have a scenario story that we want to discuss with you all. It's based on a true story, and we would love your thoughts. So let's get to those confessionals. It's Angel Vondrina. All right, y'all. Okay, guys. All so right, y'all. To... First confession question. Don't worry. I mean, not confession question, but, but first, you know, article. Um, Chris Brown continues to face backlash over his song lyric on the track, Need a Stack. On the track, which features Lil Wayne and Joyner Lucas, Brown says, only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Love the hip-hop Atlanta star, Tokyo Vanity is among many to speak out on the controversial line. While commenting underneath a post regarding Brown's lyrics, Vanity explained that Breezy doesn't find dark-skinned women attractive. Brown then jokingly responds while offering to take Vanity to dinner. Stop playing with me, she said. Bitch, that shit not funny. Second of all, bitch, I'm not even your type. Bitch, you into things of light complexions, you know, coke, heroin, molly, acid, embalming fluids, cigarettes. I'm just saying Puerto Rican women, white women, Asian women. That's all fine because that's your preference, and we all entitled to a preference, bitch. All I'm doing is calling it like I see it. Um, elsewhere, during her rant, Vanity also accused Brown of turning down dark-skinned women from his VIP sections when he goes out to parties. Following our comment, Brown allegedly blocked the Star from his Instagram account. At the club in L.A., your rules with no dark-skinned girls. Your security made sure that uh, to let the bitches know and enforce that, she wrote. My homegirl was there that night with her other friends. Y'all let her friends in and stopped her, and your security said no darkies. Like a man, uh, stand on what you're saying, how you feel. Don't renege because you're being bashed. That ain't gangster. Although the Indigo singer has not addressed Vanity's recent claims, there are others who are trying to offer their support. Lil Duval uploaded a screenshot of an old tweet to Instagram that references the situation at hand. Why is it a woman can say she don't like short dudes or light-skinned dudes and it's okay, he wrote. But when a man says it, he don't like dark-skinned women or fat bitches. He's a fucked-up person. So what do you think about that, Ms. Angel Bondrina? I do think that's true. Um, you know, I think that because men are supposed to be seen as masculine, you know, when when women, they hear a man saying, like, I don't like no fat bitches and I don't like no dark-skinned-ass bitches, you know, it's seen as, like, oh, hell no, nah. like, this weak-ass, you know what I'm saying, but... When a woman 
as feminine, a feminine women, uh, woman would say something like, um, oh, I can't date a short dude, or, you know, I can't date no dude that ain't light-skinned. You know, it just seems as okay, this bitch is just, you know, she thinks she Hollywood, but she whack. But for a man, I think it's like women, they look like, like, motherfucker, what's wrong with fat bitches? Especially the females who fit that category. You know, if you fat and black, you know what I'm saying? People looking like, oh, hell no. Like, you sitting up there talking shit. If you skinny and black, they're like, but I'm fine as hell, though. I'm dark skinned, but I look good, you know? But I feel like overall, Chris Brown is an idiot because these big bitches, these dark skinned bitches, these uh, light skinned bitches, everybody, the money is the same color. You know, everybody's coming in the club to spend some money. So for you to turn down, you know, people from coming in and spending their money because of how they look is ridiculous. You know, and yeah, you can have a type, but to be like, oh, no, some of your friends can come in, but this dark woman right here, she can't come through because she's a dark woman. You know, that's just plain stupid as hell. And I definitely feel like Chris Brown needs to address this because it's ridiculous. He too damn old to be acting like a damn fool, okay? But it does explain a lot. It explains why he's the type of women that he's liked in the past, why he's like those women, you know, and how he feel about certain people. You know, he just is annoying. And honestly, I don't even fuck with Chris Brown like that. So, you know, it wouldn't even have bothered me because I don't even like him like that. So, that's my opinion. I don't. I, I, um, I don't even know. Last song I listened to that Chris Brown made was that doo 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 doo. Doo doo is the song he stole. You know what I'm yeah, I mean, all all his shit sounds the same, so I'm kind of over Chris Brown too. Um, mm-hmm. Just period, not just because he keeps making dumb decisions. You know, I stopped fucking him a long time ago, but his music is just yep. late. Like he is not been up progression. He doesn't sound mm-hmm. any different. He's still talking and singing about the same shit. It's just like nigga, grow the fuck up. Um, exactly. Let me eat you out. Let me fuck you good. Like okay, we understand. You want to fuck a bitch. And you want to eat her out. Shut the fuck right, up. Right, right. Or, or he always talking about shitting on somebody. That's just, it just really And taking somebody's Especially, woman. Yeah, oh. yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, so just a couple things. I'm, I'm not surprised by this. I mean, you hear about all the time, like, in, you know, the nightlife scene uh, about, you know, like women having uh, preferential treatment. Um, I know Amber Rose talked about, like, when she used to dance, how um, she would, you know, a lot of times people don't assume, look at her and think she's black, you know what I'm saying, or, or mixed. Um, and so she kind of had to get black girls. She kind of had to, like, make um, club owners let black girls dance at the club she was dancing at. Um, Irene was a girl on Bad Girls Club who talked about how um, she wanted to book her and he said bring your friends but don't bring any black girls um, you know all the time you hear about as far as like strip clubs you know people they're kind of only wanting to hire like the big booty you know Latina looking type and that's like pretty much it they're not really fucking with the you know the darker skinned girls so um I mean, I guess when it comes to motherfuckers that's wanting, you know, a fantasy or whatever, or these, you know, dumb niggas that's into that whole, you know, hip-hop, um, 
that whole hip-hop world and the kind of women that comes with it, maybe that's what they're looking for. But I just feel like it's late. And then who still is referring to black women as, like, good hair and bad hair? It's just like, I mean, has that not been abolished, like, years ago? Like, mm. everybody, if, it's take, if you don't to take care of your hair, you can make it look well and groomed and everything else. Yeah, some some curls are looser than others, but it's just like, it's just like that whole conversation of that is just dumb. I'm so tired of this light skin, dark skin, you know, and I, you know, I joke all the time, you know, about like light skin stuff until I recently heard um, Angela Yee and Randa Seals and DJ Envy, they were talking about that on The Breakfast Club. And and was saying that, you know, that whole debate needs to stop. Like, even though, you know, like if people do get preferential treatment or whatever, we all black at the end of the day. And that's what Chris Brown needs to realize. These mm-hmm. nappy-headed, dark-skinned girls is who buy your album, you know, and nobody's looking and at nigga you. Nigga, they your mama, too. Your mama with her nappy head ass. You know what I'm saying? Like... Don't even well, go his there. Mama, his mama light skin. So, so is she light skin with a nappy head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. Chris Brown ain't got no good ass Puerto Rican ass hair. He needs to understand that back in the day, nigga, you would have been right next to the dark skin nigga, fucking picking cotton. So don't even go there. We in the new age and a new generation, but you are still a nigger. And at the end of the day, who they're gonna pick? They're gonna pick a white dude over you any day, and that just sucks. But that's just the truth. So he just needs to understand that you need to be with your people. Don't discriminate because somebody's a little bit darker than what you expect. Now, your dating preference is, but excluding somebody from coming inside the club and then spending their own money is stupid as hell. He should definitely be ashamed of himself. I mean, but just look at him nowadays. Like, if you that man is something. Like, just watching him talk and like the interviews, it's just like he clearly is like on drugs bad. So it's just, mm. I mean, why 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 do we even care? Like, for his opinion <laughs> on what? Like, who still is, you know, looking at Chris Brown as far as guidance on what today, who today, you know? Like first it was Lil Wayne, now nobody even thinks about Lil Wayne anymore. I know I don't think about him. And now it's Lil yeah, Chris I, I Brown. Definitely, I definitely don't. I definitely don't. Yeah. You know, so but with that being said, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. Okay guys, so according to West dot com a vacant pizza restaurant exploded Saturday in a thundering roar at a South Florida uh, shopping plaza, injuring more than 20 people as large chunks of concrete flew in the, into the air. The blast sent debris flying along a busy road and um, and plantations uh, west of Fort Lauderdale in Brownwood County. The restaurant was destroyed and nearly bis- and nearby businesses were damaged. Plantation Fire Battle Lion Chief Joel Gordon said there was at least 15 to 20 patients, two of whom were in serious condition, and there were no apparent deaths. It could have been tremendous, tremendously worse, um, he said. A p- police sergeant later said that at least 21 people were injured, though none of the injuries were life-threatening. Photos 
show debris scattered across the ground. A video showed major structural damages, and a section of the complex um, had shattered windows. The explosion demolished the building, leaving behind only a part of its metal frame. The restaurant caught pizza fire, had been out of business for several months, and the blast blew out the windows of the popular fitness club next door. Dozens of firefighters responded to the uh, responded and could be seen picking through the rubble with dogs sniffing through the debris. Respondents found an active gas leak when they arrived, but they could not immediately be sure if that was the cause of the blast. Responders are currently still searching the class building for answers. Jean, how crazy is this? You just chill. It is very crazy. And explosion happened right inside your. I said you just chilling like a villain, kicking it, working out, and then an explosion happened. Like whoa, hold up. Yeah. So I mean, did the explosion? Is everything like ground zero? Like did it knock buildings to the ground, or it just just did a lot well, of destruction? It just nearby buildings uh, around it had suffered a, a lot of damage. And if you look like look at the uh, photos, people described it as an apocalypse. They said it looked like an oh apocalypse. Like everything was crazy. It was horrible. It was concrete all over the place. The building itself was completely demolished and just damn it, it, it was gone except for a piece of metal frame. You know, and, wow. they had and it was so in a that, So that means it was nobody in there when it happened, huh? Uh, what the fitness center? Yeah. Or the okay, so the restaurant, there was nobody in the restaurant when it happened because the restaurant had been vacant for seven months. The fitness center, it okay. was actually people inside the fitness center. Um, I know a guy, he had stated that him and his three kids and wife, his kids is four, eight and twelve, they literally just left the uh fitness center. They drove about fifty feet and as when they drove off about that fifty feet, they heard the explosion. So he said, had it literally been a, a, a minute more that his wife didn't, didn't come out or whatever the case was, you know, it could have been really bad for him and his kids. You know, I have a six-year-old, so, I mean, a four-year-old, you know, that's crazy. Four, between four and seven, and then your wife, and then yourself, you know, that's just scary. And there's other people that also explain, like, how the, uh, the damages were so terrifying, and they thought it was a thunder at first, Um but ultimately, it was just a huge explosion. And I get, I, I would not want to hear, you know, or see nothing like that happen. I don't even like balloons popping. You know what I'm saying? So I right. can't even imagine, you know, being next to something and just a big ass explode, uh, explosion come. I would just be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like that would be terrifying. And, you know, something interesting, we actually had a gas explosion um, downtown Durham, um, mm. like, earlier earlier this year. Someone was doing construction. Um, but, yeah, like, and, and it happened? was weird because I, I ended up being, some, somebody hit a, a damn gas line like an idiot child, and one person did die. Um, one person mm. in the coffee shop, but that was it. But, um you know, it was like during the day, and like where it happened, I, I want to say like a lot of places are like restaurants and bars and stuff like that, so they weren't open at, uh, during the time. 
but it was just a coffee shop. But it was the, the owner was in the coffee shop, and he was like the only person that died. But you know, just someone's negligence being able to cause such destruction is crazy. You know, and you it, it was scary to think about because how you know how how fast Jerem is growing. You know, and, and how often you see construction and stuff like that. And you just like how I mean it's so. You know, it's it's so easy for somebody to not pay attention and then fuck some shit up, you know, and ultimately it, it ends up affecting hundreds of people. Um, and it's crazy because the gym I go to is maybe like maybe six, seven minutes away um, from where the oh, explosion wow. was. And me being lazy, being a fat person, I didn't go to the gym. Even though the gym wasn't affected. Like, I think they said, like, even people that were on the same street, like, they windows shook, but it, it wasn't anything. It was just, uh, like, that actual part where the explosion happened, it affected the coffee shop. But wow. it's still all that. You just mm-hmm. gotta pray, and, you know, because I mean, it could be a freak accident. Just you know, just pray and you know, yes, pray and repent. Yeah, pray and repent. That's it. All right, y'all. With that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the very next crazy ass topic. All right, y'all. This is according to the Grapevine.com. As the nation celebrates the national holiday that symbolizes all men created equal, a small minority mm-hmm. of mistreated Americans cranked up the Caucasian outrage machine to address an egregious injustice that threatens the happiness and well-being of people everywhere. But this time, the righteous indig- indignation was not about Nikes, coffee makers, or even reality. This time, conservatives were concerned about a fictional fish girl. Oh, yes. The whites are at it again. The ink has barely dried on Disney's announcement that Haley Bailey will star in the title of role of The Little Birdman when meteorologists at the White Weather Channel had to issue a flashbulb warning because of a sudden deluge of white tears. Most people, including myself, were elated that Holly Berry would get the chance to introduce herself uh, to a new generation of Disney fans. They soon realized that the actress chosen to play Ariel was not the Oscar-winning actress from Monster Ball. Instead, Disney exec chose one half of the R&B duo, Chloe and Holly, uh, which caused a meltdown in the unseasoned sections of social media platforms because a black person had once again stolen a job from the marginalized group of unmelanated Americans. The hashtag, not my Ariel, immediately began trending on white Twitter. Of course, this display of fragility was to be expected because in a country and system where whiteness is the default, rewarding anyone who doesn't fit into the traditional idea of normal is a perceived insult. It feels like robbery. It feels like oppression. In their minds, Disney didn't make a business decision that based on talent, uh, ability, and the fact that hey, uh, Holly Bailey can bring her already built fan base to the box office. So woe be gone whites automatically assume that the movie studio shows a black actress because of political correctness, pandering, and the dreaded idea of diversity. But if white actors can play Jesus, Moses, Michael Jackson, Othello, Simba, Toronto, the Prince of Persia, Prince of Persia, and Ramsey, then why can't the fish girl be black? 
That was a rhetorical question. We know why. However, on the extended weekend of this great American holiday, instead of focusing on the small number of fragile, furious races, maybe we should concentrate on the important things. Even though a few people might be salty about Disney casting, there is indeed a bright side. Finally, they'll have some seasoning. <laughs> That's funny. Um, my thoughts are, um, I watched a clip from Ryan Davis, and he's an up-and-coming comedian. He's very funny. And um, he was discussing how there's so much nudity on Instagram, you know, but people, they want to sit up here and focus on a goddamn mermaid, a fish that's not real. You know, these motherfuckers are getting upset over something that is for 10. Just like, I think there was something like this happened with Santa Claus. But they were getting mad about black Santa Claus. I think I remember us having a good discussion about that. And it's just so stupid. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, these are not my area. Like, and I also seen somebody saying, people will say, like, not my area, but the same motherfuckers saying, like, not my water fountain, not my bathroom. You know, these are the racist fucking son of a bitches that are just out here just doing stuff for no reason. Who the hell raised these people, okay? And why can't Ariel be black? Like you said, there's a slew of other people out there that they created that were white. And every time they have something that, or a, a fiction character that comes out that's of some type of skin color, you know, they want to sit up there and be crazy. But I think that with the fact that Ariel being black, they knew what they were doing. They trying to make some money. And I think that a lot of black people are going to go ahead and support, even if the white people don't. You know, just like we did with Black Panther. You know, we're going to come out yeah. there and support and pay for this movie for our kids. And, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, then you're going to see all the white people like, oh, it was actually a good movie. Of course it was, bitch. Of course it was. <laughs> That's the fuck up. What are your thoughts, Jen? No, I agree with everything that you just said. Um, I mean, who cares if they're upset, you know? Um, like you mentioned in the article, um, Holly, I don't know if it's Holly or Haley. I feel like it's Chloe because it's Chloe and Haley. So I don't know why I'm fucking up Chloe. Well, I want to say Haley so bad. But, um, I mean, she does have a fan base. The girl is talented. She can sing. She's beautiful. I think it was, like, perfect casting. She does have that innocence about her, you know, that will work. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, Beyonce is protege. Like, come the fuck on. Like, I mean, it's, it's destined. The stars have a line, you know, and this is the time now, like, they need to realize, like, these are fictional Disney characters, like, why does it matter what race someone who's not even real, especially if it, you know, wasn't the, the, um, the Little Mermaid, like, based on the Caribbean, so clearly, like, shouldn't they have a black actress? Mm. Like, nobody thought about that, child, but I mean, yes, no, they were talking about the Jamaican. Um, because somebody was said that Ariel's from Denmark, and I was like, How the hell is Ariel from Denmark when she met a goddamn Jamaican crab or lobster? Like, right. do you know how far she would have had to go? You can't go that goddamn far. 
You can't swim now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She is with a Jamaican. Her best friend is a goddamn Jamaican lobster. Like, get this shit together. Come on. She obviously, like you said, is from that area. Like, get the fuck out of here. You are so fucking stupid. Not my area. Like, and, and you know, that's why black people don't celebrate, you know, the 4th of July. 1865, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers, they sitting up here talking about shit, uh, you know, like, oh, we was free, we was free. We wasn't free until June. And we, while motherfuckers was sitting up there celebrating the 4th of July, I don't even want to get up into the deep end, but while motherfuckers was sitting up there celebrating the 4th of July, we was still saying, yes, sir, master. You know, and we wasn't fucking free until June 10th, June 19th. You know what I'm saying? So fuck all that shit. They stupid as hell, and, you know, they salty. That's it. And then I think somebody yeah. was saying, like, oh, uh, Kylie. What's her name? Kylie has the billionaire, the young one. Kylie would have made the perfect Ariel. And guess what? Bill yeah. Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy. You know Bill Nye. Bill, Bill, Bill. His ass wrote, there's enough plastic in the sea or in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, why do you want me? <laughs> why do you think I was dying, okay? But anyways, you guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to our uh, next topic of the evening. All right, guys. So according to TSR.com, this is a hot mess, and I'm sure Jen is going to have a whole lot to say about this topic right here. Woo child, the audacity. That's what many people are saying after reports of an extreme, after reports of extreme racism on a recent Spirit Airlines flight involving a black woman being asked to vacate her seat because a white woman refused to be seated next to her. You can find practically hundreds of incidents involving racism while flying from being dragged off flights Acts of change clothing and constant questions about first class tickets. Hashtag flying while black is unfortunately a sad reality. Spirit is the latest airline to find itself in the middle of a firestorm controversy and backlash after a black female passenger took to social media to recall an encounter on a recent flight that's disheartening to say the least. According to the at the grill, the woman identified as Tierra claims that while onboarding her flight, she was told to relocate her seat because her white seatmate absolutely refused to be seated next to her. Um, Tierra claims that she was asked, um, she was told to ask another passenger if they would switch seats with her, and she agreed. She also stated the woman told her that she thought the seat was going to be empty. The woman eventually allowed the young white college student to sit next to her as Tierra's replacement. Although she moved to another seat, Tierra stated that she was not happy when the Spirit flight attendants referred to her as a team player. She also blamed Spirit for allegedly putting the white woman's request over her right to sit in the seat she paid for. Tierra explains her stance on the incident um, on Facebook saying, I shouldn't have needed to switch seats to accommodate her choice of what race she wanted next to her and her husband. Why do I have to be a team player to someone who is obviously putting her racist cards on the table? In response to Tierra's publicity, um, calling them out, Spirit released a statement saying, 
they're launching an investigation on the incident. And Spirit Airlines has launched an investigation on the incident, and we have recently reached out to the guests to address her concerns. Spirit Airlines have zero tolerance for discrimination of any kind on our flights, and we pride ourselves on providing an inclusive and safe environment for all of our guests. During the entire ugly encounter, the women repeatedly sat unbothered with, a care in, with not a care in the world. Jen, how would you have handled this situation? Because the bitch would have been fucked up messing with me. Um, yeah, I definitely would not have moved. I would have been like, if you don't want to sit here next to me, then bitch, you move. Next time, get a ticket exactly. like in uh, G5 that, you know, because clearly you got so much money that you have enough authority to tell somebody where the fuck you sit at. So <laughs> next time, you know, fly private so you don't have to deal with that. Or at least be in first class. But it's like, bitch, you on spirit for one. Spirit! Like, how are you going to be racist flying mm-hmm. spirit? Like, and I think it was just you know, the, I don't know. I, I need to see what the flight attendants look like. If they were black, <laughs> they probably was just like, you know, might have been just trying to deflect it. You know, I, I don't I don't know. John, be serious with yourself. Be serious with yourself. Anybody that's saying thank you for being a team player, ain't no black woman going to sit up there and tell this black woman thank you for being a team player. Come on now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true, but That's yeah, I, I think that I think that it it was just more so they may need to get that Starbucks unbiased training and to you know look at the bigger picture and had have that lady removed from the flight clearly because she's the one caused a a stir, you know, she thought that it was gonna be by she's gonna be by herself like did you buy the third seat? You buy the third seat. That, that's on what? <laughs> like you not you don't run shit, and that's the thing with like a lot of you know people that need to understand like money talks, bullshit walks. Like bitch, you and coach on spirit. You can't <laughs> tell nobody what the fuck to do at all. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I mean, it was just I, I'm not some like this is a lot of stuff. I feel like we talk about. I, I'm never like surprised about anymore. It's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah, just more so just annoyed, irritated. Like I agree, and like you said, yeah. I would have. She wasn't like People need I, to do I that. absolutely. She wasn't like I absolutely refuse to sit next to her. You know, I would have been like, damn. Well, she maybe your husband cheated on uh, you with a black woman. Because I don't know what the hell your goddamn whole entire issue is. But what I'm going to say to you real quick, bitch, is you better move the fuck out of my way because I paid for this seat. But I would have been super rude. Like, I'm not sitting next to a black woman. Okay, well, bitch, move around. Sit somewhere else. Go home. You don't have to sit in because I'm going to a real fucked up day. And I'm not going to, like, nigga, I would have got real, real ignorant on that goddamn plane. Like, I was, she would have been like, ooh. This is the reason I don't want to sit next to black women. I'm like, I don't want to sit next to white cunts like you. Man, that was real ugly. Real ugly. Being called a cunt, that's like the worst thing you can call. I so. know. I know. That's you why like, I said uh, it. You was like, I oh, my God. You <laughs> called me a vagina. Why would I be called a vagina? Like, bitch, but who I can't? I was like, argument, you called a black girl a cunt. She's like, bitch. 
Right, like, okay. Think about it. <laughs> like, I, remember, I remember this time I was at work and this girl was telling me a story and she was like, she's a fucking cunt. And I was just like, okay. Like, oh, she's a vagina. I mean, I know she has one. Like, what is wrong with being called a pussy? Oh, maybe maybe that's what they mean when they say cunt. She's a scary cat. She's a pussy. You know what I'm saying? But still, it's like, girl, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody offended by that goddamn word. Right. <laughs> I know right, I'm exactly. not. Call me that. Right. You know, if you want to, nigga. Just don't call me no carpet much or I beat your ass. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into our confession question of the day. All right, guys. So, as Jen mentioned earlier, we have a scenario story that we want to discuss with you all. It's based on a true story, and we would love to hear your thoughts. I remember uh, the other day I seen this story uh, posted in um, in a Facebook post. It was on a in a club that I'm included in, and it was very interesting to me. And so I just want to see what Jen's thoughts is on it and what you guys think about it. I actually discussed it with my mom, my dad. And my husband, maybe just my mom and my husband, and it was uh, interesting to hear what they had to say about it. So, um, it was a woman, and uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, and her husband, he uh, did, I think he was uh, in carpentry, um, and he had an assistant. Well, he is, the husband's 37, the assistant is 21, and the wife is 27. And so the husband came home, and he asked his wife, can they bring the assistant over their house uh, for the barbecue? Because the assistant just recently moved into town, and uh, she know she didn't have any friends or family. Um, so the wife, she said, of course, I'm going to say yes, because they are already working together. She's already the assistant. But I'm thinking about going back into working with my husband to be his assistant again because I this woman is trying to pretty much come on to my husband and I can already tell. Um, so Jean, how do you feel about the situation? What do you think that you would have done if you know Chris came home and she was like, "Can so and so come over?" And they're like, 10 years." Well, I won't say ten years because Chris is pretty young. Um, you pretty young too. Hell, we are young. Um, but you know, a few years, a teenager. You know what I'm saying? To come over. And I guess if you was in that same scenario, how did, how would you feel about it? Um. So, how did she know that her, that the girl was trying to come on to her husband? So she just said that you. She didn't say specifically that. Um. You know, I just I know, but I feel like she thought or she thinks maybe the girl is very pretty. Um. I guess she's trying to figure out why us. Uh, um, a 21 year old want to hang out with a 37 year old man when he has a 27 year old wife. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that is the issue um, in this situation here. And it is, think if you think about it, it's kind of strange. Like, why is my husband, he's 37, he has a 21 year old assistant, and he's inviting this bitch to our, our barbecue with my family and my friends? You know, I told him, yeah. this, but she wants to figure out how to tell him, like, no. Like, I, this bitch obviously has a crush on you, and before it goes further, I just want to let you know that she can't just be coming here kicking a bobo. You know what I'm saying? She's 21. You're 37. I mean, yeah. But I mean, part of me would want to be like, I would want to meet um, 
my husband's assistant just to make sure that, you know what I'm just saying, and look at the vibes and see, you know, what really is tea, what really is going on. Um, you know, I, I would, me personally, I feel like I, I would be like, if they wanted them to come, be like, yeah, sure, yeah. Are they bringing their boyfriend, their boyfriend coming? <laughs> Are they got a boyfriend? Okay. Make and then once they get that child, just be seeing how they interact, you know. You know, even though I feel like people still will bring somebody that they that they flirt with around, I feel like that's kind of rare, and I feel like that's kind of that's kind of stupid to bring somebody that you like are pursuing or you think about pursuing, knowing that you cheating home. You know, so I don't know if it was a bad part on the husband, um, you know. Or he was just like, man, she ain't got no... Some people are real no arrogant. Huh? I said some people are real arrogant. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then again, you know, if you're that uncomfortable then with with who your spouse is assisting, I feel like you should just make sure that that's not like either it's the same sex or somebody that's like, you know, they're not attracted to. And that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, my opinion, you know, I'm I'm odd. I'm not really odd, but I'm crazy. So my husband, he's like, oh, baby, you know, my my 37-year-old husband is talking to my 27-year-old ass. Hell, I'm not even 27 right now, okay? I was 27 uh, almost two years ago, okay? And my husband come up to me and tell me that he wants to bring his 21-year-old assistant to the house. First of all, I'm trying to figure out how the hell you got a 21-year-old assistant without talking to me about it because we make the decisions around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? You should need to have a 21-year-old assistant. You know what I'm saying? You should have a man who's trying to go ahead and knock some shit out. You don't need to have no goddamn woman. And don't be like uh, Angela Bassett from Waiting to Exhale. You know what I'm saying? Help your man build himself up just to get cheated on by a white woman. I'm just trying to say. And so that's number one. Number two... Knowing me in that in that instant, twenty seven, I was been like, Why the fuck she needs to come here? I'm like, she don't need to come to our my family barbecue. Like, no, I don't think that that's appropriate. She don't need to be trying to kick it with us, trying to know us. But then I would have been upset a little bit at myself because I feel like I would have wanted to see the way that they interact with each other while they are around each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that would have been me. Um Overall, I think that it's a very interesting situation that that woman went through, and I think that she needs to pay attention to her, the husband and um and the assistant, and the little bitch probably needs to be fired, and she needs to go ahead and take the place of her and be her husband's assistant again until they both decide to find a new assistant together, period, and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. that's all. <laughs> All right, y'all, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our confessions of the evening. General Dello, what movies, songs, or motherfucking podcast are you confessing your love for this evening? Because I know you got something. Yes, so I'm confessing my love for um, my mother and my sister podcast. Um, today's both their birthdays. And mm. I love them so much, and they're just super dope and super amazing. My mom, she'll be here um, Saturday, so I'm so excited to see her. 
I'm gonna hang out, kick it, and be ugly. Mom, mom, mom. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Saturday. Should be here for a week. Um, Wait, yeah, what? Her and my, her and my little sister Constance. It's uh, their birthday today, so. Yes, and shout the baby? out to them. I love them so much. Ah, uh, no, just the baby coming. No, let me just just my just just uh, my mom's coming, but today is just Constance and uh, my mother's birthday. Your mom mm-hmm. had Constance on the same day she was born. Mhm. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know one other person I think that has done that. I think my cousin Tavia, you know she's Tavia. She had two of her yeah. kids on the same day. <laughs> Wow. I know. Yeah, so they celebrate. That's crazy, though. Congrats. Happy birthday to the both of them. And you said your mom is staying for four weeks? No, she's staying for a week. One week. Oh. I'm like, by the week two and a half, you're going to be like, all right, mom, it's time to go. <laughs> a week. <laughs> you know, we get sick and tired of our parents after just a little bit. Well, you know you should be folding your towels this way. I know that's how my mom, she be like, Ma, okay, I fold my towels in my house the way I want to fold my towels in my house. I don't fold oh, my towels if you fold your towels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to just confess my love for just adventuring and possibly, you know, moving on to the scenarios and situations and just positivity. You know, it's been just I've just been struggling and thinking about a lot of things that I want to change in my life and what I want to do and where I want to do it at and how I want to do it. And I just feel like, you know, the time has come. I'm about to be 29 years old, you know, in just a few short months. And I'm ready to change my life and I'm ready to, you know, get my kids in an environment where they are more likely to succeed than, you know what I'm saying, and, and get the fuck out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin is horrible. You know, and as Jen has mentioned many times before, you tend to do better when you leave Wisconsin. So, especially, you know, Milwaukee. So, I want to get the hell out of here and, you know, move on to a new state and see how God is going to continue to bless me. And, you guys, that is it for our show this evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama. And don't forget to send your confessions at confessions at number 2, us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Shana Hello. And you are listening to the one and the only. Confessions. Good night, y'all.